Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 160, Checking the Box. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Mm, I'm very excited about this podcast episode. We're going to talk about checking the box and what that means. (laughs) But first, some announcements. You should absolutely get your application in right now to join Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. I'm very excited about it. We have some amazing little welcome packages that we're sending out to all new members. And we are doing a live kickoff on February 1st. So you want to make sure you join before that. So get your application in now. Go to the website, AngelaMasenic.com forward slash join, S-O-D-S-L. Watch those videos and submit your application. And for those of you that have not taken one of my classes, I highly recommend that you do that. Um, If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you've taken my classes, you should just come and join the program if you'd like my help to stop over drinking. But if you haven't, taken one of my classes. I'm having a free class on Wednesday, January 26th. It's called Beyond Dry January. And basically this class is going to teach you some of the foundations that I teach my private clients and what I did with myself to stop the over drinking that goes beyond dry January and beyond just saying you're not going to drink so that you have real tools and strategies to take you further than you have gone in the past when you try to cut back on your drinking. And it will give you a good taste of who I am, how I coach, and what I'm offering you. And I'll be sharing the details of the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program. So if you haven't taken one of my classes, sign up for it. If you have taken one of my classes, sign up for it. (laughs) So the link to do that is in the show notes of the podcast as well. Okay, so I talked a little bit about habits last week, and this is sort of... Um, in addition to habits. And sometimes habits feel like changing our habits. It gets kind of boring, right? We're doing the same things. We don't know if it's working or not. Maybe we're not seeing the results that we had hoped to see when we hope to see them. And every day since New Year's Eve, I've journaled and I've made a food plan and assessed my food plan. And I talked to you all about this in a couple of podcasts ago, but during the holidays and stuff, I got away from my daily journaling and my daily routine with this stuff. So I've made a commitment to myself and I'm doing this every day and I have not failed on that commitment. But the other day when I was assessing my plan from the day before, so basically what I do is in the morning, I make my food plan. Um, and then in the following morning, I assess my food plan from the day before. Did I follow it? What came up for me? Was I using food to buffer any of my feelings? You know, what happened basically? And then I make my food plan for that day. So the other day when I was assessing my food plan from the day before, and if I followed it, why or why not, blah, blah, blah. This assessment helps me build awareness for why I'm doing what I'm doing. So in two days ago, I was doing this and it just felt boring. It felt flat and I thought, I'm just going through the motions. I'm just check, checking the box. And 
when I actually think about those thoughts, I make this mean that it's not really working, right? That this exercise isn't working. It's dumb. <laughs> I haven't 100% stuck to my food plan. So why am I doing it? Out of the 16 days, I have done this dumb exercise. I've only 100% stuck to my plan like five times. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. So these are like what I'm making it mean, right? So like when I think about I'm just going through the motions, this is more of that, right? So then I just went on to make my food plan for that day. And then when I went to my journal, after I made my plan, I wrote out the thoughts that I was having that I just shared with you. And then my brain did something really amazing. It started to sell me on why doing this was important, why checking the box and going through the motions is actually helpful. And what happened is, is I started having new thoughts like, oh, checking the box and following through on what I said I was going to do has purpose. I'm building a muscle, even if that muscle is just following through on saying I'd make a plan. It's working, right? And habit change comes from making small changes daily. And then we build on top of those changes. So maybe if I commit to doing this, it will build on the other habit that I'm working on and that's sticking to the food plan that I made. So then I went for a walk and kept thinking about it and I started to feel good about myself and how I do follow through on things. And I am someone who is embodying the habits of the person I want to be, not just checking the box. Okay. Then as the universe does, I read an Instagram post by my uh, new acquaintance, Nick Wolney, and I'm going to read to you what this Instagram post said. It said, reminder, it takes way longer than 21 days to form a habit. 21 days to form a habit is a misquote. The origin of this phrase is attributed to the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz, published in 1960. There's a catch, though. Dr. Maltz didn't say this. Here's what this part of the book actually referred to. Dr. Maltz was a plastic surgeon, and what he noticed was that patients who had reconstructive surgery or limp, or limp amputation needed a minimum of 21 days to adjust. He applied this time period to some of his behavior change efforts and noticed that it took about 21 days for awareness to begin to shift. The book went on to sell 30 million copies, and rising self-help gurus began to cite the book as source material for their teachings. This was in the 60s. Self-help culture was beginning to gain momentum. Most of these gurus cited the book incorrectly. 21 days to change your awareness soon turned into 21 days to change your life. Eventually, this distortion became permanent in modern culture as valuable, productive life advice. So how long does it take to form a habit? According to research conducted in 2009 and published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it takes much longer. In that study, 96 people incorporated a daily behavior change and were tracked for 12 weeks. On average, cementing the behavior change as a habit took 66 days, over three times as long as mainstream advice said it would. Food for thought. Your expected time window for behavior change is probably two to three times longer than you think. Stop trying to achieve your goals in record time. Also, please stop setting goals to be audacious and then never hit them. You're training your brain to make unachievable expectations the norm. Take small steps forward and validate your, pro your progress often.
So interesting, right? So you should all go follow Nick Wolney at Nick Wolney on Instagram and save this post, <laughs> okay? But when I thought about that, I'm like, yeah, you know, it took me 90 days of not drinking to unravel why I was drinking, rewire my brain, and create a new identity of someone who doesn't drink to manage any aspect of my life, okay? So that's that's the process it took for me. So I recognized when I read this post, like, yeah, it's true. Like, 21 days is, is I mean, it can happen, right? It, it, maybe people have done it in 21 days. That wasn't my experience. Okay, but then I just went back to my normal routine, writing out plans, assessing them, not sticking to them <laughs> like I wanted to. All the while, though, I kept practicing thinking, I am someone who sticks to their plan. I am practicing being the person who sticks to their plan. And even though those thoughts weren't working in the moment, the practicing of them, the repeating of them, and writing the plan and assessing of them, it was working. It just hadn't caught up with my habits yet. And then last night, literally last night, OMG, it did cut up. I ate dinner, what I planned for, and noticed that my brain wanted something sweet. And I said, I'm breaking that habit right now. And I want to be someone who eats, doesn't eat snacks at night. And I walked out of the kitchen and did not eat for the rest of the night. And then this morning woke up, assessed my plan from yesterday, wrote a new plan for day, for today. And I know in my bones that all the work that I had done preceding yesterday was the reason I stuck to my plan last night. It was actually checking the box and doing what was easy of writing that plan was easy for me over and over again. That was building the habit of follow through. And then because of that foundation, I was then able to stack another new habit on top of that, of just making the plan, right? And that thing that I stacked last night was able, that was myself being able to follow through with the plan. But I would have missed out on this had I given up and kept believing that I'm just going through the motions and it's not working, right? So our thoughts create our results. Had I not been conscious of that thought and went to my journal and worked through that and gave myself an opportunity to come up with a higher level thought, I probably would have not kept at it, okay? And then... I remembered that study Nick mentioned in his Instagram post. It takes time, much longer than we thought, to form a new habit or even begin to get awareness in doing what we are doing so we can change it. And it just makes me wonder, when you might have given up on something because you kept trying but weren't seeing the results you wanted when you wanted, like losing 10 pounds or stopping over drinking when you've only planned for one week, or in my case, 16 days. <laughs> we expect miracles to happen in such a short amount of time, right? So I just hate that I could have missed what was just around the corner if I had listened to that thought of it feels like checking the box. I'm so thankful I have a daily practice of journaling that allowed me to write about this and get access to the part of my brain that knows better. So the more you journal, the more you self-coach, the more you get coaching, the easier you can get access to these higher level thoughts. Again, my brain two years ago probably wouldn't have come to the conclusion that checking the box was actually helping me. But because I've been self-coaching and I get regular coaching, my brain is primed to think at a higher level. What are you doing right now that doesn't feel effective? Maybe you are making a drink plan. You are writing it down every week. You know what your plan is every day and you aren't hitting it 100%. 
and you are questioning what the fucking purpose of this is. Okay, here you go. You are building habits. You are building awareness to why you are over drinking. And if you are doing the daily assessments and getting, getting clear on why you aren't sticking to your plan, it will start to click. I promise. Keep doing it. Keep celebrating that you are doing something and it is working. You just can't see how yet, but it takes time. It takes daily practice to change. And it takes a lot longer than we thought. Still, three months or 90 days really isn't that long when you consider how long you've had this habit in the first place, right? Are you willing to do something every day for 90 days without seeing immediate results? I am. I'm willing to do it even when it feels like it's not working because I know that it is. I know that the act of doing it on repeat is the work. It's honoring at least one commitment I have made to myself. And at the end of the day, no matter what, I can feel good about that one commitment I followed through on. Believe it is working. Remember who you want to be. Practice being that person and showing up for yourself even when you fail. That's what successful people do. They don't give up. That's really the big secret. They keep going no matter what and they learn from their attempts. It is checking the box. It is going through the motions that will help you become the person you are trying to become. And y'all, finally, in conclusion, Please consider joining Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. It's six months long for a reason. Give yourself the opportunity to see what is possible with someone who is doing the work right alongside of you. What do you say? Success is inevitable if you don't give up and having the right support and coach guide you makes it even more inevitable. I love you all. Talk to you next week. Didn't we